Imagine it's a typical day and your partner is getting ready for work. As they walk out the door, they say, okay, see you later, bye. Suddenly, you tense up and you feel a pit in your stomach. You start thinking, they didn't say I love you like they normally do. Are they mad at me? Did I do something this morning or last night to upset them? I should text them and ask them what's wrong. But I just don't want to seem too clingy. Maybe I'll just tell them about my day and see how they respond. Then I'll know where to go from there. For the rest of the day, you run through the motions, but you are preoccupied. You are thinking about the exchange you had that morning and you're not going to rest until you get to the bottom of it when they get home. This is a day in the life of somebody who leans toward an anxious attachment style. Today, I'll be giving three tips on how to move from an anxious attachment style to a secure attachment style. Let's get into it. Welcome everyone to the Love Brain Podcast. I'm your host, Camilla Reese. If you lean toward an anxious attachment style, you're a lot like me. You see circumstantial things as a threat of abandonment, and you feel emotional distance so easily. Maybe when you were listening to the situation I just explained, you really related to that sense of urgency and anxiety that comes with a separation or some kind of threat of an emotional distance with your partner. When you lean toward an anxious attachment style, you just feel this need to fix things and have this super deep emotional closeness all the time. You just, you crave validation, you crave reassurance, and you crave that deep emotional connection. And so when you feel any kind of distance from that, you tend to become clingy and needy and urgent to reconnect with your partner. You also feel like the stability of your relationship solely depends on you and your actions. In a secure attachment, partners believe that they can trust each other and that they're both worthy of love. They're also very willing to be open about their needs and their emotions and their contribution to the problems that the relationship faces. So you're probably wondering, how do I go from an anxious attachment style to a secure attachment with my partner? It's totally possible. It just takes some time and practice as everything does. Today, we're going to talk about three things you can do to help yourself move from an anxious attachment style to a secure attachment. The first thing we're going to talk about is self-soothing. So I've talked about self-soothing before in one of my previous blog posts. It's called Seven Steps to Deal with Anxiety in a Relationship. You can go look it up. I will put it in the show notes. Self-soothing is probably one of the most helpful things we can do to relieve some of the anxiety that comes with separation or an emotional distance. 
self-soothing is a way we move ourselves from negative thoughts, negative feelings into a more neutral or positive zone where we can relax and deactivate our nervous system. So how do we self-soothe? Think of yourself as a child. Think of yourself as a baby. What did you need? You needed comfort. You needed love. You needed support. You needed someone to be there for you all the time. That doesn't change when you grow up. You still need to be surrounded by people who love you, who support you, who comfort you, and who will always be there for you. But you need to be there for yourself too. You need to show up for yourself. Treat yourself as your child self deserved to be treated. Give yourself that love. Give yourself that permission to tell yourself, I am lovable. No matter what anyone else says or does, I am worth loving. Give yourself time to settle down. When you feel the anxiety rising up inside of you, just give yourself time to tell yourself the things you need to hear. Another part of self-soothing is staying in your rational mind. Reminding yourself that not everything has to do with you. People's actions and attitudes and emotions can be separate from you. Try to remind yourself of these things when you are in the middle of one of those high anxiety days. The second thing that you can do to help yourself move from an anxious attachment style to a secure attachment is to tell your partner about your fears and concerns. A lot of the time, those fears or concerns are pretty irrational. They're valid because you feel them, but that doesn't make them rational. So all of these anxieties that you're keeping to yourself need to be shared. When you lean toward an anxious attachment style, you're much more likely to keep your frustrations and your anxieties to yourself. You tend to push aside your needs for the sake of keeping the peace in your relationship. You think that not talking about what's frustrating you and what you need is somehow going to make your partner happier. But the problem is, if you keep ignoring your needs and avoiding your problems, they won't get solved and you will continue to feel anxiety. The hardest and the scariest part of opening up to your partner about what's going on for you is the beginning. The beginning of that discussion, bringing it up, that is where you have peak anxiety. But once you do, you're not in your head anymore. It's out in the open and you can start to confront it. So start now. Practice being vulnerable. Practice being direct and clear and avoid any passive aggression. The third thing you can do to move from an anxious attachment style to a secure attachment 
is to be self-aware. This takes a lot of practice, but it's so necessary to be able to move to that place of trust and self-worth. Try to notice when you act on your anxieties and fears in unhealthy ways, like texting your partner over and over again until they respond, or projecting your fears onto your partner, like accusing them of thinking you're ugly or not loving you anymore when you have no solid evidence. And in cases where you do feel some kind of threat of abandonment from your partner, maybe they don't say I love you when they walk out the door like they normally do, become an observer. Notice the thoughts you're having and then question the validity of those thoughts. From an objective standpoint, how does what your partner did reflect any kind of threat of abandonment? If you were watching that same exchange between another couple, would you feel any reason to worry for their relationship? Probably not. As somebody who does lean toward an anxious attachment style, I had to practice this a lot before I could get to a place where I felt calm every day. The more you observe your thoughts and your responses to triggers, the easier it becomes to replace those thoughts with more rational ones. And speaking of triggers, most of your triggers are going to be rooted in some kind of childhood trauma or negative experiences. Your partner is going to do things that remind you of things your parents did when you were a child. Maybe there was a time they weren't there for you when you needed them and the same thing happens in your relationship. Or maybe there's a time where your parents hovered over you and made you feel very incapable and inferior and your partner is the type of person who tries to fix problems for you. That can become a trigger when it reminds you of those childhood negative feelings and experiences that have never really been resolved. So while you're observing, really pay attention to those triggers and where the true source of your thoughts and emotions are coming from. So we've talked about the anxious attachment style and we've talked about three things you can do to move from an anxious attachment style to a secure attachment. Those three things are one, self-soothing, two, talking about your feelings and your needs with your partner. And three, becoming an observer. These three things combined help you bring all of your anxieties to the surface so you can start to confront them. If you want to learn more about the roots of an anxious attachment style, you can listen to my previous podcast, Attachment Styles Explained, for more info on this. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this week's episode of the Love Brain Podcast. The Love Brain's next episode will be on the dismissive avoidant attachment style and how we can navigate from that attachment style to a secure attachment. If you're loving this podcast, leave a five-star review. If you thought of somebody who would love this episode, remember to share it with them. And to be notified when the next episode comes out, subscribe to the Love Brain. Thank you.